0: to the Be A Better Ally podcast. My name is Trisha Friedman. My pronouns are she, her, and hers. On today, I am going to talk to you about a brand new free guide that I've put together that is called AI-powered research for student advocacy groups. Inside this three guide, I take you through three different AI tools that your GSA or your student advocacy group can leverage, not only to learn more about lgbtq issues but also to think about how we can transform knowledge into impactful information design whether it's creating an engaging infographic or perhaps a compelling social media campaign these tools can not only help students learn to advocate but also really transform their schools into more inclusive spaces Now, the thing that I have loved about working with a wide variety of schools on AI literacy is that these tools can be used to give students access to information and to really amplify their curiosity. One of the questions that I get very frequently from school leaders is, well, what difference does having a GSA in a school make? And I always encourage school leaders, let's be evidence backed in um, approaching these questions. Let's actually see what the research says because once you dig into that research, it's incredibly compelling that having a GSA group makes a massive difference, not just for students in the GSA, but for all of the students. The problem is when I say, let's be be evidence-based, or let's really dig into the research, historically speaking, that takes a lot of time. Now, AI-powered research tools can supercharge that process, making it much more efficient. I know there are dozens and dozens of tools out there, and part of my work is really combing through them and looking at ones that I would recommend for a wide variety of reasons. So inside the free guide, again, you can head over to the show notes to download that, you are pointed not to the dozens and dozens, but just to three to try out. The first that I'm gonna talk to you about is called consensus. And that's where um, consensus is is really interesting if you bring a yes or no question to it, and it's gonna point you to a whole bunch of different papers you can filter through and say the type of research you're looking for or the year that you're most interested in. And it's gonna give you um, papers that'll, that'll help you come to a yes or no answer. You don't have to ask a yes or no question but it's going to generate uh, a lot of research. And when I model this with students, I say, okay, let's take a look at which of these papers has been cited a lot, which have not. Let's change the range of years that we're looking at and see how the response changes. And that's really useful. The second is illicit, which again, any question, you can bring that question to illicit and it's going to point you to The research, what the research says about it, same thing, you can filter through and let it know um, when you want the research to begin, what type of journals you're interested in, and Elicit also gives you a great one-paragraph summary answer. Here's what the most, you know, the, the top four papers, according to our search, say about that. Now, the third is about taking one of the papers that you might stumble upon from Consensus or Elicit and going further with it chat pdf is a tool where i can upload one of those papers as a pdf and then i can ask questions directly of that paper now none of these tools are meant to be a stand-in or a substitute for actually reading through the research i position them rather as a way to really hone in on the papers that you want to dig into deeper or you know the reality that sometimes academic journals have research that's not written in the most accessible way. So how is it that we might use chat PDF to ask it, again, to uh, give some of the text to us in a more accessible format? I can even ask it to summarize some of the key findings in a way that's accessible for someone with dyslexia, and it will do that for me. Now, the thinking doesn't end there. I am not suggesting just introduce those tools to your student advocacy group and, well, that's the end of it. No, I think the real critical thinking and the conversation starts when we say, okay, how can we take this research and integrate information design into our work? How can we make this research um, communication piece really powerful within our community, Information design can promote empathy and understanding. So a really great challenge is to say, what are the key findings here that our community needs to be aware of? I have two goal-oriented questions inside that free guide to be explored by a GSA or student advocacy group. Question number one, in what ways can our GSA visually narrate the way social media impacts LGBTQ rights? You might wanna see what the research says about a specific social media platform like TikTok. Has social media actually helped to cultivate uh, more openness to allow folks to advocate for LGBTQ plus rights? What does the research actually sh- say? The second goal-oriented question, what creative information design strategies might our group implement in order to advocate for inclusion and policy changes within our school. So one of the things that I think is really uh, important is not just to show students examples of that strategy, how infographics are often used to break down research, or how an Instagram swipe through series can be a really great way to highlight and signpost some of the key findings but to also show them those strategies in action. So inside the free guide, I've got three different samples for students to look at. I have a data story from the World Health Organization where they're celebrating their milestones. I think any student advocacy group that's not celebrating their milestones should think about doing so. I have key findings from the HRC 2023 Youth Report, where again, they're breaking down a massive amount of research and data into really just sort of a two-page document. And then lastly, EGAL has done some research about inclusion in healthcare, and they've created posters to speak for some of that research. So the free guide, again, is meant to help students think about not only the role that research plays in advocating for change, but the work that we can do as creative thinkers and communicators to get folks interested in the findings. So I hope that by playing around with some of the research uh, resources in that free guide, your students feel more empowered to see themselves as researchers for change and as designers of information communication. If you take on any of the ideas inside that free guide, I'd love to hear from you. As always, my email address is in the show notes. And if you are feeling interested in thinking about other ways to use AI for student advocacy groups, starting this January at Shifting Schools, we are launching another three-week AI playground. The way these cohorts have worked is that each week, we set you up with a specific challenge. You got the support of a cohort, you've got the support of facilitators. And then every week we look at extending the work that you've done with your challenge with additional resources and guides. As a listener of this show, I am offering a special while space remains discount. It's two for one. Space is limited inside these cohorts Um, And every cohort that we've launched since this past August has sold out. So if you are interested in taking that two-for-one discount on, please do reach out to me as soon as possible. Again, my email address is over there in the show notes. You'll also find the link to learn more about that three-week playground. It kicks off in January. Hope some of these resources support you and the crucial work that you are doing at your school. Thanks and take care.